Happy Wednesday, if you're listening to this in live time. I was working with a coaching client this week, and I was sharing this with her, and I was like, oh, I need to talk about this on the podcast. So I'm going to talk about this here today. It's the one thing that I think often gets overlooked on our healing journey, and I personally think that it's the most important part of the healing journey. So I know that when we are walking through infidelity and we are trying to heal from this infidelity, what we really want to know is the final outcome. Like, is my story going to be redemptive? How does this story end? Is it going to be rigged in my favor? All of these unknowns are like, we want the answer to all of the unknowns. And while that's great to be able to get to that place and to know the unknowns. And while that gives us a sense of safety and hope, I think it's not the point of this journey. And I really, really, really believe that there's always a purpose to our pain. And, you know, God, he has this all divinely planned. And I want you to see this now while you're walking in it because it took me after I got out of it to see it. So the one thing that I think often gets overlooked on this healing journey is the ability to create belief that your journey will be redemptive and then to be able to walk in that belief day after day after day while you're in the midst of your healing. And I think that is the most important thing, probably the best thing that you can do for yourself on this infidelity journey. So this whole concept of creating belief that your journey will be redemptive. How do we create belief? I know that's what you're thinking. You're like, okay, easier said than done. How do I create belief? And one of the ways that you do that is you learn to take your thoughts captive I mean, that's what it says in the Bible, and there's no really no better way to describe it. And when you take your thoughts captive, you decide what things you're going to allow your brain to stew on and think about. And I saw this meme or GIF or is it GIF or GIF? I don't know. I saw something on social media the other day that said basically that your brain has all these thoughts and that you're just the person that gets to hear what your brain is saying. You don't have to be the person that believes what your brain is saying. So a lot of times when we're walking through this infidelity, our brain likes to offer us things like, I should have known. I can't believe he did this. My life will never be the same. If your infidelity has led to divorce, you have thoughts of, I have so much baggage. Nobody's going to want me. I'm never going to be able to trust again. Those are all just thoughts. None of those are facts of life. None of those are things that can be proven true in a court of law. And the good news about thoughts is we can change them. We can decide whether we want to believe them or not. So the first step in creating belief, and you can apply this to any circumstance, situation in your life. So if you by chance are listening to this and you're not walking through infidelity, you can use this in other circumstances. You can use it for finances. You can use it for anything. This applies to everything in your life. So you learn to take your thoughts captive. And the first way you do that 
is you figure out what your thoughts are. And the best way to figure out what your thoughts are is to journal and write them down. And so every morning I pull out my journal and I just write down everything that comes to mind. Sometimes a majority of what I write down is all of the things I need to get done. But once I can get those out of my head onto paper, it frees up my, my mind and my brain to offer me more things. And this takes practice. It's not something that all of a sudden tomorrow you can pull out your journal and be like, I just wrote down every thought in my brain. No, this takes a lot of practice. So you're going to get in the habit of just writing down what comes to mind. And when you do that, then you're also going to just become more aware. And all these little things going on your in your head that you just thought were the way you were or just how, you know, just self-talk, all of a sudden you start to realize, hold on a second, that's just a thought my brain's offering me and I can change that. And more importantly than changing it is you can decide whether you want or not you want to believe it. So you're going to get in this habit of really pulling out the thoughts that are in your head. And if you're not sure whether or not it's a thought, you're just going to ask yourself, okay, is this absolutely 100% unequivocally in a court of law, absolute fact and truth? And when you say no, then you know that's a thought. So first step in creating this belief is you've got to pull the thoughts out that you're having. Once you pull those thoughts out that you're having, then you have to start learning how to stop them. And honestly, the way I do that is I just talk to my brain and I'm like, yeah, not today, brain. We're not thinking that. Another great way to learn to stop a thought that you don't want to have is to create and practice a thought that you do want to have. And so maybe you decide for the next, I don't know, 90 days that you're going to practice the thought, my story will be redemptive. It's all rigged in my favor. What's happened to me in the past is for me. Can you see when you think those things, how you view your life and your situation and your future so drastically different? Because from those thoughts, you create more positive emotions like hope and desire and forgiveness, ambition, excitement, commitment, belief. Getting what we want in life is really all about getting to the right emotion, getting to the emotion that we need in order to take the action that we want. And that starts with our brain. So if you've been missing this part of your journey, this part of creating belief in a redemptive story, a belief in redemption for you, then that's the thing that you need to focus on the most right now. That's the one thing you need to be working on. 
Because once you can create the belief, then you have to step into practicing the belief. And there's a few ways that I do that. I practice beliefs every single day. I'm currently practicing a belief that there are a lot of women out there who need my help and it's my job to go find them. And the way I practice my beliefs that I want to believe is that I, number one, I write them down in my journal in every single day. I write them down. And every time I get in that journal, or it's also my planner, every time I get into that planner to see what's next on my list, to look at what I'm making for dinner for, you know, all the things that are written in there, I see that thought and I'm reminded to remind myself of it. I like to write it on sticky notes, the belief that I'm practicing. I like to put it in notes on my phone. I like to put it in my calendar with a reminder to pop up on my phone. How long do you have to do this? I don't know. Until that belief just creates new neural pathways or ruts in your brain and just becomes automatic. For some people, that's 30 days. For some people, that's 90 days. For some people, that's six months or a year. So we are going to create belief in the redemption of our story. And then we're going to practice that belief. And we're just going to practice it over and over and over. And we're especially going to practice it on the hard days, on the difficult days, on the days when you learn more about your spouse or the infidelity, on the day that the divorce papers are filed or signed, on the day that you have to give your kids up for the weekend for the very first time. When you have a set of beliefs that you want to believe and think ready to go, that you can pull out at a moment's notice, it is the very thing that will get you and keep you on your path to healing. So we have to make this list and get in the practice of practicing it right now. Not tomorrow, not next week, not when things aren't so hard, but right now. And you practice them over and over and over and over and over until they just feel true. Maybe you are choosing to believe that your redemption story will be that your marriage is healed and stronger than ever. I love that. I hope that for you. So the belief that you might work on practicing is my marriage is strong and healed. And you just tell yourself that over and over and over. Especially on the days when it doesn't feel like it. That's when this work is most important. That's when you have to create the belief. There's some beliefs that I love for this particular journey. And I want to share those with you. I want to give you a few beliefs that if you're having trouble coming up with the one that you need to be practicing and carrying, or if you're just so stuck in the pain that you really can't think of anything other than negative, I want to give you a few that you can carry with you. One is as simple as nothing has gone wrong. I can look at my story now and I can see nothing has gone wrong. I see now how it was all rigged in my favor. And I needed that part of my story 
to live out this part of my story. But if I was never willing to believe that, I would never be where I am. And I for sure wouldn't be here walking with you on this journey. Another belief I love is all will be well. Because all will be well. No matter how it turns out, all will be well. God will twist everything for my good. Gosh, I love this one. If you truly, truly believed that, the way you would show up right now in this walk of infidelity would be so different. What about I am willing to do hard things with courage? Maybe the hard thing you need to do is ask your husband to move out. Maybe it's filed for divorce. Maybe it's talk to your children about what's happened. I am willing to do hard things with courage. This next one is one that I had to practice a lot because what my brain wanted to offer me was it's not supposed to be this way. This isn't the way it's supposed to be. And that belief is my family is exactly the way it's supposed to be. And I remember having thoughts of, I was never supposed to be a single mom. We're not supposed to be a family of four. There should be a dad in the house. Whether I felt like those were true or not, I couldn't prove it in a court of law that there should be a dad in the house because there'd be somebody who could say, no, that, you don't have to have a dad in a house to have a good house. My brain wanted to convince me that it was true. And when I was willing to allow that to be true, to let my brain say that was true to me, then every situation where there was a family, something with us, and there wasn't a dad there, I showed up in sadness, in resentment, in bitterness, in anger, in disappointment. And listen, you don't get the results that you want in your life from any of those emotions. You just don't. But when I was willing to consider the belief my family is exactly the way it's supposed to be, I got to show up for my kids in love and compassion and excitement and desire. And from that place, from that belief that my family was exactly the way it was supposed to be, I planned family vacations. I took my kids hiking. I dreamed big dreams for my kids and I. I wasn't going to dream big dreams if I was thinking this isn't the way it's supposed to be. Their dad is supposed to be here. There should be a dad here. If I was going to be willing to work on my marriage and work out my marriage, and I was willing until I realized that just wasn't going to work because you have to have two willing partners, if I had carried around the thought like, this should have never happened to me, we shouldn't have to go through this, I shouldn't have to be dealing with this, that's not going to heal my marriage. That's not going to create the emotions of empathy and forgiveness 
and courage. It's going to create things like resentment, disappointment, being like closed off or shut off to the other person, withdrawing, disconnecting. So I want you to get to the other side of this journey and have created so much joy in your life and be living a life you never imagined possible. But the one thing you have to do to get there is you have to create the ability to believe it's possible. So are you willing to create that belief? Are you willing to say, I'm not thinking this anymore. This thought isn't serving me well. And today I change what I'm believing about my story. I change what I'm thinking about my current situation. And then get in the habit of unpacking all the crappy thoughts that your brain is offering you. And write them down and toss them to the curb and then decide what you want to believe instead. If you can believe it, you can achieve it. So if you can believe it, it can come true. And if you do believe it, it will come true. Listen, there's a whole bunch of science behind that. Like you can get all technical on that. You can call it woo-woo, you can call it whatever you want, but you can also find science behind it. And what you believe, what you truly believe in your mind, in your body, and in your soul will be the reality of your life. So if you believe your life is over, you're going to have a very miserable life. If you believe you will never be able to trust another man again, you will never be able to trust another man again. And you can choose to keep those beliefs. Nobody's going to make you change them. And honestly, some of those beliefs, the only person you hurt is yourself. The only person you hold back from true healing is you. And if you're okay with that, great. Go live your life. But my guess is you're not okay with that. Because if you were, you wouldn't be listening to a podcast on how to heal from infidelity. And that's what I want for you. That's what I want for all of us. So go create belief that your story will be so redemptive, that there is redemption at the end of your story, that at the end of this infidelity journey, you will have the most amazing, love-filled, joy-filled, passionate life that will blow your mind. Carry that belief around with you and see how you show up differently for yourself for your family, for your job, for the world. You believe that, you'll set the world on fire. Okay, I'm praying for you. I'm sending healing vibes your way. Now, go create belief.